Welcome to episode three of Biz Talk with Bill Roy. Our goal is to make this a podcast to provide you with insight into the people, places, and organizations that make up Wichita's important business community. Thanks for checking us out. First, a note about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal available today. Our big story, a deeper dive into the details of the new development on the west bank of the Arkansas River. Our Josh Heck brings you up to date on the status of the financing and the work to be done on the West Bank, including a new baseball stadium, the $40 million plans from the Kansas City Group, and how the development of the area might impact the existing businesses, especially in Delano. Also in the weekly edition, we spend 10 minutes with the new president of the Wichita Independent Business Association, Alicia Holloway. Check out this week's top 25 list, the Wichita area's largest physician group practices, shows that those groups are hiring to meet their demand for services. And you want to check out photos from last week's Best in Business event. This podcast is getting some great support. I thank you for listening. And I want to thank another source of support, our sponsor, the folks over at Equity Bank. Thanks, Equity. Welcome to the Wichita Business Journal Biz Talk Podcast. Talking business is what the commercial banking team here at Equity Bank does best. Visit equitybank.com slash napkin dash stories. This week we begin a conversation with the point person for growing Wichita's economy, Jeff Fleur. He's the president of the Greater Wichita Partnership. He gives us an update on what the partnership is doing two years into its existence its areas of focus, an update on downtown development, and an important subject for all businesses, the attraction and retention of talent. Floor has a bachelor's in landscape architecture from the University of Kentucky and a master's in landscape architecture from Louisiana State. Before coming to Wichita, he was executive director of the Baton Rouge Downtown Development District. He came to Wichita back in 2008 to be president of the Wichita Downtown Development Corporation, now called Downtown Wichita, where he is still president. Let's talk about an update. Where are we with the Greater Wichita Partnership here at, at this time in its history, and, and, and how are things going? Well, first of all, thanks for the opportunity to be able to sit down with you, and things are going well. If you look back, the partnership was formed, uh, well, it was two years ago uh, in April. Uh, the first year of that uh, establishment, if you will, is really looking at the organization. How, how do we want to structure it? because again, we were putting economic development underneath one roof, and we hadn't had that before here. So it was really looking at how is it that we wanna work with downtown development to a 10 county region. So once that was established on how we wanted to structure the partnership itself, a lot of the emphasis then went into putting the talent in place because you had an area that was gonna deal with economic development, or does deal with economic development underneath Andrew Nave now. Uh, You had the development, if you will, of our own creative services internally uh, that Jamie Zellner runs. Uh, So there was individuals we wanted to complete her team with. Jason Gregory really working on the downtown vitality component, so rounding out that team, and then also looking at the financial aspect. So once that all was put in place, we we had the individuals that we needed to begin to really execute uh, the strategies. And, And we have deliberate strategies for intended outcomes. And so we really hit six areas every day. So it's primary job growth, it's working on perceptions, it's working on entrepreneurship, it's working on business education alliance, and that is how is it that we're marrying business with education to make sure that our universities were in line with what our companies need, Uh, working on downtown vitality, uh, and then most importantly what we've been doing of late is talent, uh, which we're going to talk about I know uh, Mm -hmm. today about in more detail, but 
so those areas we've been really focusing in on. We had those against you know deliberate strategies for intended outcomes. Uh, we this last year in 16 we saw a lot of opportunities. We had close to 2,000 jobs uh, that were um, uh, formed in uh, in our city. Uh, we saw over a billion dollars of capital investment. Um, the payroll for these jobs were higher than they have been in the past, which is very important. I mean, it's what, what type of jobs are we seeing created mm -hmm. are all very important things. Uh, downtown Vitality continues to, to, continues to grow. Uh, with Douglas Avenue, we're approaching well over $280 million. I like to say a quarter of a billion. Uh, mm -hmm. Just have a little bit more impact. Right. Um, but in all those areas, we're seeing opportunity. Now, importantly, what we have to do is continue to cultivate new ones. Um, and so that's that's part of our focus too, is mm -hmm. to make sure that not only are we realizing what we what we see today, but how is it we cultivate new opportunities going forward. More members now than two years ago. The, the, the structure of the Greater Wichita Partnership, you have members and you have, that's part that's of the funding we strategy. Do. We do, and we, and we are increasing that number. We, uh, what we're seeing, the partnership is funded basically in two components. You have the private sector, uh, which is contributing about 1.4 million uh, this year to the partnership. Then we also have um, partnerships, if you will, with the city and the county. Each of those contribute $300,000 a piece, so 600000 So, But the primary funding is coming from the private sector. Um, the great thing is, is with our public sector, their funding really helps us, if you will, with NBAA, when we do the international shows, when we do things now with BREG, uh, the Healthcare Innovation Forum that we had, the Advanced Manufacturing Summit that we had out at WATC. Those dollars really go into that. The private sector really gets into the, the talent that we have, different initiatives as well. But that's, it's a great relationship between the private and the public to move Wichita, but also the 10 county region forward. And we're seeing an increase in interest in those getting engaged uh, from the private sector. So you do have m more members than you did a couple of years Very ago? Very much so, yeah. Okay. We're, we're probably in the private side. Um, those that are in the leadership category or greater, uh, which means those that are contributing at a baseline of 10,000 or more is around about 130. And then we have a, a group, if you will, of members that are contributing below that. Uh, so we are seeing an increase. We're seeing people that may have been in a, one or two years with the Leadership Council and for whatever reason backed out uh, to work on other initiatives uh, that have come back in. Uh, because I think, again, putting it into an umbrella where you're looking at economic development holistically has helped that. And I believe that you're using the resources to the highest and best potential. And so I think that those we've had people come back into the partnership, but also expand into new members as well. It's interesting to see how the philosophy changed a couple of years ago. Uh, we've got the Greater Wichita Partnership, but there are also other organizations that are working on economic development. We have BREG, we have the Regional Economic Area Partnership, some other things, other things in the outlying counties, the 10 counties that you talked about. How do those all communicate and work together on a strategic plan for the region? Well, we're very deliberate in those communications. Um, when we were working with downtown development solely, I mean, you would, not any different. I mean, you'd have a number of different entities that were working on uh, specific projects or uh, moving different objectives forward. Um, the goal is, is that you work together. Uh, I've often said, you know, my, my fingers represent conversations. You have all these conversations going on, but the big piece of it is how you begin to connect those conversations. Uh, that, that philosophy has continued as we've done the partnership in that, to your point, now you have a 10-county area. Uh, one of the things that the partnership recognized early on is with BREG, the, the Blueprint for Regional Economic Growth. 
just as downtown has Project Downtown, that blueprint for economic development, we now have that through Bragg for the 10 counties. The opportunity with that is that each county has an economic development officer. So early in the days of, of forming the partnership, we hired two key individuals on our staff that would get up every day, go to bed every night, hopefully wake up in cold sweat at night, uh, <laughs> thinking about how we move things forward. Um, that's Craig Bay and Heather Dinker. And so those two individuals have been working diligently in the relationships of those 10 counties. And we're at a point today where we really see that has really come together well. Uh, we're talking more about how is it we do work together. Uh, economic development in, in some of the surrounding counties may look differently than it does in Sedgwick County. Mm -hmm. uh, that's great. I mean, so it, it complements each other. So they've been working diligently to pull that network together and really work and demonstrate what are the things that we can bring to the table through research, through the marketing. Uh, and, we, and hopefully people have started to see that in our periodic updates that Jamie's team puts out. Um, this last one in particular had much more of a regional context in its conversation. Uh, and what was beneficial or what was gratifying was that people said, I noticed a difference in that we were talking about what may have been, you know, was going on in a different county in addition to what was going on, say, in Sedgwick County or in downtown. You've talked about some of the positive things that have happened. Obviously, it's a process. It's a, it's a changing process. Systems change, things like that. You look back on the last two years of GWP, what, what do you look back on and say, yeah, we, maybe we should have done this differently, or were there things along the way that you said, let's change, let's, let's modify this? Well, I would say that with economic development, I mean, if we're doing the same thing we were doing last year, we're missing it. Uh, it's, it you and I were talking earlier about technology and how quickly things are moving, and mm -hmm. it is. It's moving that quickly. Uh, it's evolving that quickly. Part of it's because of talent. You know, mm -hmm. what, what's happening with talent and, you know, with talent need being the new commodity. I would say that, you know, we're very young still, even though GWDC uh, was, you know, moved into the partnership and it's now the economic development arm and it's been around for a while, um, you know, with downtown even too, I think it's coming together well. Uh, I don't think we're at a point yet to look back and say, should have done something maybe a little bit different. I would say that we're always learning. That's, that's the thing. And mm -hmm. I, I always kind of look at if something maybe didn't produce what you thought, it's not necessarily a failure. It's a thing of saying, okay, now we understand what that looks like. Mm -hmm. It helps us define it uh, as we go forward. It's a, it's a learning process as we, as we move. Uh, the thing that, that I love about what's happening right now is that the private sector is so aligned and focused that we're able to have really, I think, um, substantive conversations. It's, it's very much like what we did with the first quarter meeting this year with the Leadership Council, um, the quarterly meetings we do with those investors that are $10,000 and above. This, this first meeting uh, back in March was all around talent. And, and what we're doing now is this year is all about the solidification of those six areas, the integration of those six areas that I mentioned earlier, the jobs, uh, entrepreneurship, et cetera and it creating depth is that that's where we are now, which is really exciting because now we're kind of peeling it back further mm -hmm. and further. We're doing that with entrepreneurship. We're doing it with BEA. Uh, we're doing it with perceptions, even though perceptions just got really started this last year. It's how is it we continue to do it better. The thing that I loved about the first quarter meeting was that we really focused in on talent. We brought in Jessica Nelson from the Kansas City area. That's a group that's been working on talent for about 14 years, the attraction of it into that city. But we were able to have a great conversation with Jessica about what have they been working on, what have they, what have they learned, what has worked well, what hasn't worked well. 
they may have been in it 14 years, so we want to get where they are today within two. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the challenge. I mean, it's, we, we don't want to take 14. Right. But by building those relationships, even beyond Wichita, we can accelerate those type of things. But what was wonderful was that we had HR individuals from Coke, Textron, Spirit, um, and then um, Cargill. Cargill. And, uh, that's Leia Lavender. <laughs> Leia is our talent specialist. Um, but it was really, it was fascinating for me to really hear from each of them, you know, how they approach their recruitment of talent, mm-hmm. their retention of talent. And then even in that conversation, you know, there was a, well, maybe I, I, now that I'm hearing that, I might need to think about that more as far as a strategy. So where I see us right now as a city, as a community, is that we're really peeling those conversations back, figuring out what is working well. What may not be producing what we, we thought it may be? If so, let's look at that. If it means a, a correction, of course, let's do that. Uh, and so that's, to me, that's where we're gonna see our area really grow. What we're looking at doing in the, in the second quarter meeting, I think it's even more fascinating too, is, is, is really listening to Cargill to say, what were your decision points for Wichita? Mm-hmm. Um, what is the vision, if you will, for your headquarters? Why are you designing it that way? You know, what are you, there's an intent there. Right. So talk to us about that intent. And then importantly, what are the opportunities you see, you know, that we can further hone our competitiveness to get more in, more development like Cargill, mm-hmm. more startups like s right. You know, what do we see? So those are the conversations we're having now. And I really do believe that if you were to go back and look at those transformative moments of Austin, Charlotte, Nashville, that's what they were doing when they transformed into the cities that we know them as today. So all that's underway right now. So that's that's why we believe in which it's also strongly and also the 10 county region is that you do have the, the private sector very aligned and focused. You have the political will. I mean, the mayor is pushing a huge aspiring vision with the new baseball stadium, the infill development of the West Bank. How is it that we look at the convention center performing arts as we go forward? How is it we further help the innovation campus come out of the ground? Because that's dynamic to see the intangible becoming tangible now. Mm -hmm. You have the airport, beautiful new airport, a lot of great opportunities to develop around that airport. So how is it we do that? All those are concurrent conversations right now, and they're beyond conversations. They're getting into strategies and tactics so that we can see them come to fruition. Talked about talent. Everybody we talk to says it's tough to get talent. It's tough to recruit. Sometimes people don't know about Wichita. They don't know what it offers, things like that. So where is that conversation? How do you guys help out with uh, the recruitment and retention of talent in, in Wichita. That's such a big challenge for our companies. Certainly. Well, talent's the new commodity. I mean, if you look at uh, prior, you know, maybe four or five years ago, maybe a little bit longer, it was really around real estate and things of that nature. But today it's talent. What's your pipeline? You know, as we have conversations with companies both here, you know, that are already here, but then also those that we're talking to or site selectors that are really the gatekeeper to a lot of opportunities. That comes to that question of what's your pipeline or what's the training capacity of your community to to train you know talent if it a four year degree is not required so all those are critical uh, conversations that we're having. Uh, Leah Lavender, who's with us today, um, came on staff four or five months ago, uh, and last year when we were working through the Cargill project, talent. I mean, that was at the epicenter of a lot of those conversations. And so one of the things that the partnership agreed to do during those conversations 
was that underneath its talent area is to hire an individual that would be solely focused on talent. Now we're not the only city that's doing that, mm -hmm. but we knew that if we needed to, if we were going to be able to position Wichita for that conversation, but also going forward, that we would need to do that. So uh, we're very fortunate that we were able to hire Leah. Um, Leah is from Abu Dhabi. She grew, uh, she grew up there, went to school in Sydney. Her and her husband met while they were in Sydney, got married, came back to the States, moved in, uh, lived in Los Angeles. San Francisco. San Francisco, I'm sorry. <laughs> San Francisco, also a large city. Also large city. Uh, but they came back into Wichita uh, after what we're hearing is happening in some of these tier one cities, and that is the lack of mobility, the extreme high cost of living. Uh, you just don't have a lot left at the end of the day to be able to experience life. So there's, there's fatigue that's growing. So mid-tier cities are starting to see new opportunities, which is what we are. So Leia and Paul moved back. We, Saz and I quickly grabbed Paul. And so Paul's working for John Rawl. Mm -hmm. We quickly uh, got Leia. But her international experience, the fact that she speaks four languages, um, you know, are all dynamic and working with talent. And when you work with our companies, a lot of them here, they're global. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not just, say, this region or North America, they're global. So uh, I'll let Leah talk a little bit about how we see ourselves because some of the conversations she's having, I think it will be insightful on how we will position the partnership to work with companies as we go forward. So Leah, what's, what is your job? What do you do? What is my job? So um, the exciting thing about this position is that at the partnership, uh, we can mold it. It's a, it's a new position. No one has done it before in Wichita. And uh, we have the opportunity to learn from different cities how we want to do it. But I think what I've been doing the last few months, I've been on board for five months, is to speak to the community, build those relationship, relationships here from the community, where are the gaps? And so the last few months I've been conducting focus groups with the primary stakeholders, so HR executives. They're the ones who are going out there to career fairs, having conversations, having those interviews, and hearing what talents want, why they're not taking the jobs, why they're not moving to Wichita, and why are some people deciding to leave. So they're the ones who are having those retention and attraction conversations. And so I spent the last few months uh, meeting with a variety of companies, so small businesses, big employers, uh, across all the industries in Wichita and in the region. So I've also gone out in the 10 County region to hear where are the gaps. And I really do want to highlight the word gaps because there are so many opportunities out there that are, have been uh, taken from other organizations who are doing great things. So we don't want to replicate and duplicate what other communities are doing. So we're not going to create another young professional group. So YPW is doing a great job getting young professionals engaged. We're not going to do what Workforce Alliance is doing. We're just going to look at where the gaps are and where can I actually develop the right strategies that are going to benefit the large community. What are you hearing in those focus groups? What what data are you able to, to farm from those? So I'm currently at the phase of my research where I'm compiling all the data and putting it all in charts and trying to find patterns. So I've just started that process this week. And you know, I'm starting to feel if I hear a few trends. So the first thing is mainly how can we connect, convene, and communicate what's happening in the city. So uh, you know, a lot of people who live here, um, you know, are happy in Wichita, but they want to know more. Like, how can they have a diverse experience? How could they, you know, try out new restaurants, try out new experiences? So the first thing that we're hearing is how can we look at our communication? How could we highlight those uh, the diversity of experience in Wichita? And the other thing that I'm hearing is, how could we tell Wichita's story through the eyes of the residents? They want to hear from single people, 
young professionals, uh, they want to hear from executives, they want to hear from minority groups, from single parents, they want to see that people who are not in Wichita want to see that they can find people that they can relate to, people that have a similar you know, demographic, culture, language group, they want to find people that they can actually be you know, part of their community. And so that's something we're really hearing is, can we hear the diverse story of Wichita, not just like a one homogenous story? So there are some of the patterns I'm hearing. Who are the people who are in the focus groups? Are these potential, are these candidates for moving to Wichita? No, so or? at this point of my research, I'm, I'm solely focusing on recruiters and HRs. And okay. I really do highlight, I don't want to speak just to the, the HR director. I want to speak to those who are actually having the conversations. I want to speak to uh, the people who volunteer because you know some of the bigger companies have a database of volunteers from their companies that go to their alma mater and speak to future talent. And so I'm speaking to those people, those who are having those one-on-one -on -one conversations. Okay. Uh, so it's at this point, I'm looking at the business uh, point of view, their perspective through their HR department. Next week, episode four, we continue our discussion with Leah Lavender and Jeff Floor. They talk more about keeping talented people in Wichita and expanding opportunities for them. And Fleur talks about how multiple economic development efforts in the region are trying to work together to move Wichita, South Central Kansas, and the entire state forward. That's coming up next week in Episode 4. At Equity Bank, stories of growing businesses are our favorites, so we created our own series. Visit equitybank.com napkin stories to watch the startup stories of great businesses across the Midwest. Well, that's Biz Talk with Bill Roy for this week. On behalf of the Wichita Business Journal, thanks for listening. Thanks also to producer Brittany Showalter and to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.